Listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music. Music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening. And I couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics, they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller, my shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. Bring on life. So I'm full of questions and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions? I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. So I met up with Brian Head Welch on a cold, cold day. Super cold. He was wrapped in a blanket. Head has always been super great to me, and he seems genuinely happy to see me and my microphones. We are in love and death mode here, though we do talk corn, we do. This was recorded on March 2nd, 2013, in Flint, Michigan, inside the Love and Death Mobile. Okay. Check one, you want to check? Oh, that's loud. That is loudness. Check one. Two. Rock and roll crazy night. We are the hero tonight. So what, what, is, what is most important to you, love or death? Um, probably the carpet of the van because there's we don't yeah. want Pepsi on it and yeah. Jr. Does that happen? Spilling it. No, I did. How and does that like, happen? Because he's he's 17 and he just ruins everything. He has no respect for power. Maybe you need to give him a sippy cup. Oh yes, sippy cup, sippy cup. We're gonna give Jr. a sippy cup. <laughs> We're gonna need to take the extra towels from stage back out into the into the ride. What's more important to me? is death because when I when I die I will be born into love that's pretty good huh because you you would have thought that I'd say love so I threw now uh, because I'm born into love after death but don't but don't you have to love on this side of the reborn into eternity yes on this side of the tour bus don't you have to be more loving now so you can get to that place of death but I always like to be different, so I choose death first in order to get to love. So why wasn't the name of the band Death and Love? Because Jr. didn't want it. He, sp- I, I, I came up with that name. I drew it out, Death and Love, and he spilled Pepsi on it, so you couldn't see it. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so through the through the magnification of the liquid, you could only see love first. Yeah. God, you so, are a spiritual man, aren't you? Yep. Let's see if you can be serious about this. You ready? Can you edit it together? Yes. Okay, good. I, that, you know why I have to? I learned how to edit because of our interviews. Oh, sorry. You know, one time when we started interviewing and then we had too much loudness, then we did it out of your house. Oh yeah. So so yeah, I'm an, I'm an edit master when it comes to Brian Head Welch interviews. Okay, thank you. And thank and thank you for allowing me to to find my inner editor. Hey, <laughs> I, I give people gifts. I bust my neck the other night, so I'm like all stiff. So hey, if I'm looking at you like this, 
It's because. Here's that's just the reason. But you know, when I talked with Sonny about why he cut his hair, right? You know, he had neck problems because of all that hair. Aren't you worried about your neck? He did. Yes. I mean, seriously, don't you worry about your neck? No. Okay. Not at all. All right. In ten years, when we have this uh, another sit down time on another bigger tour bus, longer, um, you'll have to tell me about your neck problems. I'll be fine. It's just because I tried something different and it went. So it's just, but, I'm, but it doesn't really phase me during the show. It's just enough to irritate me all day long. <laughs> and then I find Pepsi on the carpet, and then it irritates me even more. Medicinal Pepsi. But it's okay. It's only a, a rental van that we're just going to get docked and lose all our money. That's cool, though. But can't you have an agreement with the band members? Whoever spilled the Pepsi has to pay for that um, clean fee, cleaning yeah, but fee. Then the little liar says he didn't do it. Oh, so then now now we've got inner turmoil. Yeah. So this, we'll just take it out of everyone's money. So and this is the end of death and love. <laughs> yep. Death and death. <laughs> death and death. Yeah, you should have stuck with that. D and D. D and D G. So let me let me go to the uh, the first song on the record, which I I I guess the reason I love it is because I think there is some sort of darkness that's inside us all. And I haven't it, talked to you since the record came. I forgot. No, wow. Not at all. And and yet we're still reaching out for the big God. Yeah. Is that what you're writing about there? I think so. I think um, it's about being, the abandoning is about being at the end of yourself where you feel all is lost and you're ready to reach out and ask for help to change. So I've been there. A lot of us have. And yeah, definitely. It's. I thought, great line, my body's breaking down. Uh, I feel my mind getting numb. Is is almost that's what happens before we decide? Okay, I need help. Is we sort of start shutting down and <laughs> sort of recoiling like a inside a snail shell and go. Ah. Yeah, totally. It's like a butterfly going in the cocoon of darkness, and you come out with wings. It's pretty cool, but when you don't know it's happening, like unfortunately, a lot of people maybe are losing their lives because they don't know what's happening. You know, and suicide might come, but. Well, is that because when we go into that cocoon, it's because we we just want to retract rather than go into the cocoon and, and and sort of do a, I'll say, some sort of a spiritual search or some sort of inventory of who we really are? Yeah, totally. That's what it does. That's what, I mean, we always go through. There's hundreds, maybe thousands of cocoons we go through in life where we just feel like we're in darkness and and we're never going to get out. You know, it's like a little prison, but then you always come out with a a newness of life if you just be patient and, and stick through it. But, you know, did you have to learn that only because you found God or were you trying to do that in the midst of 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 the heights of your corn success? And we've talked about this before, right? But. But when you're at that height and yet you're still trying to retract and, and, and get within and figure out who you are, I mean, did it take a God moment or a God change or whatever that means for you to go, okay, when I retract this time, I, I got to mean it rather than just go into your own cocoon and come back out as, you know, guitarist for corn? Yeah, well, it's totally different now because I know I understand the, the ways of the ways of life. Yeah. And I got a foundation biblically, and I know 
about all those cocoons. I know about all those depression things that come. I know about all the storms of life. So I have peace even in the storms. Even though I feel crappy, I'm like, oh, cool. This is going to be just like every other time where I get back on my horse and I'm riding again. And and it's awesome. So I just got waited out. So did you ever battle with, like, clinical depression? Um, like you're actually diagnosed as being depressed? Yeah, from a doctor, yeah. I mean, yeah, basically, you can be diagnosed if you're just depressed. You go in there and you tell them what you're feeling. They're, yeah. They'll be like, you're suffering from depression. Yeah. And so, there you go. But... Are you? Do you do meds for depression? I still do right now really? to this day. I tried to get off them, but like, I started ha- having my old rage and anger outbursts. Oh, okay, and so I was like, no, I don't want to get off them yet. Maybe when my daughter's out of the house and grown up. Yeah, because I don't want her to see me through that again. But, but I take very mild yeah. medication. It's like um, twenty. I forget how many milligrams, like 25 milligrams or something. It's but, like, so every time I'm with you, so you're like always some. on top of on top of it, I'll say, depression. Is it because you have to be so um, structured and making sure you take it? Because, like you said, you want to wean yourself off it, but then you fly into some rage yeah. over, you know, somebody spilling Pepsi in the corner of the... <laughs> no rage on that, but, dude... Can you believe this? Like, this thing costs money. We're renting it, and we've had two soda spills so far. And it's like, that's, are that's you by, near the power where, all the, where we plug our computers in? And I'm like, can you just flipping respect the, the vehicle? Stay on your meds. Yeah. Stay <laughs> on your meds. No, I don't get mad no more. <laughs> and you say flipping so you know that you're really not really mad. Yeah. Because I know what the F words are when you get really mad. Because uh-huh. boys because will I be boys. Some, yeah, exactly. Uh, watching the bottom fall. I, uh, or is it kind of about careful who you follow or or maybe just about the friends that you've been hanging out with? The watch them the bottom fall? Yeah. Um, no, actually that song to me is about just the religious crazies. Mm. Yeah. About um, so careful who you follow. Yeah, who's exactly. Got the cross, exactly. Who's carrying the cross in front of you or behind you or wherever? Right? Yeah, there's some crazy people out there, man. You know, it's all about love. Jesus came. He died for all the sin, and these people are pointing out like cuss words, like damn, and pointing out how people look. Yeah, and pointing out, and it's like, shut up. <laughs> Yeah. Beavis, shut up. <laughs> but don't you sometimes think they're just catering to their own flock because they know what they think people want to hear in my head. So they're just saying, hey, you know what? You can't have your kids be around the long-haired, dread, you know, bearded ones who think that they're, you know, spreading the gospel when only... Only we know who's spreading the gospel, and that's us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the big cathedral <laughs> yeah. here, you know. I mean, sometimes I just wonder if they're just catering. And they are. And I honor them and how they're doing that because I'm not going to fall into their stuff. But they really need to be quiet because when they bite at us, does no one good. It, it even hurts them when they because what you give comes back to you. So it's like 
They just need to be quiet. But but just like us talking, they don't know how to be quiet, no, right? No. <laughs> because we all think what we're saying is truth. Yeah. Capital T. But look at I'm not bashing them. Bless them and what they do and everything like that. But just don't, you know, it's crazy. I don't know. I think we're bashing them a little bit because they're bashing, quote, unquote, us. If I can throw you into my into my world of anti-hair care products. No, I know that they're doing stuff good for God, too. So I'm not I'm not bashing them in that yeah. way, but yeah, I'm bashing them for bashing us. But yeah, that's it, and and that's because we're not bashful. But we're <laughs> full of bash. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's me. That's me working the magic of the twisting of the words. So I go to by the way, turning turning life around and maybe memories of some goodness. Um, it, it's about grieving death. Is that what you meant? I'll say yes, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's, if that's where you're going with it is because somebody close to you, a couple good friends that, that I was like really close to. Yeah. Um, one of them more than the other one, but one died of cancer at 41 or 42 and the other one was sober and, uh, started drinking too much, decided he needed to go to rehab right before rehab, decided to do one shot of heroin. Mm. And that was his last shot of heroin. So it was like just an accident thing. And so that made me think of people. Because I hadn't been close with them for like 20 years, you know? Yeah. So when I heard it, I was just like, wow. Like, what is their family going through? I haven't really lost someone really close like that. Yeah. Yet. And I know it's coming, but uh, that's just that's just life, you know? Hopefully not for many, many years, but... Yeah. It's just like the whole message, like, how do I go on, you know? And But you're arguing with yourself or you're, you're, you're just going through the emotions. You're like, cause in the course it's saying like, I'm doing all right, you know? Yeah. But in the, and then the breakdown in the bridge is like, how do I go on? You know, it's just that wave of right. grieving, but I think it's got a good feel to the song and it's, it's got a positive feel. So mm-hmm. hopefully it'll uh, be a, a theme song for people dealing with that. I feel good with death right now, you know, and I, and I mean that as a, I feel like I can be around people who are sick and I can be around people who have just lost somebody and feel, I don't know, I don't know if strong is the word, but just comfort, like like a a comfort for them. Yeah. I I just, I don't, I don't feel like I, I go in there and I start breaking down crying and I'm on my knees going, this should never happen. You know, I just want them to, that I guess understand that. The world keeps going, and I don't know why it keeps going, but it does keep moving. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. That's good. Um, are you at the end of your wits and meltdown? It's just, to me, it's like a bunch, you know, we all have meltdowns, and for that one, it's like just getting to that that place where you just lose it. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of it's kind of comical, but the song's not comical, but, like, when I think back to stuff in my life or the meltdowns I had, it's kind of... And then in the bridge, it's like, take me back to that place of peace, you know, that mm-hmm. that that one time where everything was good. Take me back there. I want to go back, click my heels. <laughs> right. And so uh, so that's what that's about, basically. I, I love the lines, uh, calamity is waiting silent. That's so, so true. And then, of course, following it with the razor is cutting the pain and letting it out. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I just, I know there's a problem with a lot of cutting, you know, and I just thought that was a... Uh, 
I'm trying to relate to people out there in the world, you know, and it's like, it's cool because even Meltdown and all these songs have like, uh, it's it, like Meltdown is, it, it's about going through that stuff, but it's also about getting through it, you know, yeah, right. and so it's like, so I'm trying to, uh, I was just trying to relate to those people that are struggling with that stuff, you know. Um, so jumping to the next track, My Disaster. Again. <laughs> yeah. That we're our own our own worst the, enemy, right? The theme of the record is is dealing with pain and getting through it. You know, even that one, it's like uh, in '09, I lost a lot of stuff. I lost my house. I lost my Beamer with 22 inch rims. I lost, and so that song just was like feeling everything crashing down on me. Lost and so afraid in my disaster, losing everything. Is it what I need? Feeling so betrayed in my disaster, and then the bridge but I'll make it through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it always like, it's, it's the whole album is dealing with pain and getting through it. It's never over. It's the underdog getting back up after he's been knocked down. Do you feel strong? And winning the fight. Do you feel stronger today than you did in, let's say 2005, I'll say? Totally. Oh my gosh, I'd freak out over stuff. Now I'm like, it's all good. When I walk through stuff, I'm like, like even the Pepsi thing, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know if you're completely through that yet, but I'm going through it with you. Okay, cool. <laughs> I will lift you. I will carry you through this Pepsi. These crazy kids. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that we almost need um, material things to be taken from us to realize those material things don't mean squat. Yeah, and that it's okay because. You know, God feeds the birds and everything else. So we're, we make it through somehow, you know. But we work so hard for all that stuff. And then when it gets, again, pulled from us for whatever reason, and maybe that's maybe that's how we deal with, I'm back to by the way, right? <laughs> maybe that's how we deal with death better. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's a weird jump, maybe. It's like, it's like uh, weights, spiritual weights. When things get taken away from you, it's like it's like your spiritual muscles are being flexed, and then you get stronger and stronger. And then to the place where you get to that, you get to that place where you don't really care if you have them or not. And when you get to that place, you don't care. Then you get them back. <laughs> so is that what fading away is kind of going into? Um, when you're trying to let go of whatever it is. Yeah, fading away to me is just like it's the reality of life like where is our focus we all die one day we're fading away every day even kids that are growing up that haven't hit puberty yet they're in the process of fading away hmm. so it's like it's a deep song but it's meant to like you know we can see it decay but we just we fake it and we act like it's we're here forever and all this mm -hmm. stuff and and so that's basically what that's about. And it's uh, it's not, like, all depressing. It's just like, hey, you know, reality check. Yeah, the, the reality check of understanding that we're all faking it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not anymore, luckily. But I can enjoy life while while not faking it and facing reality of life and death and enjoy life at the same time. Once you get the foundation where you actually face the reality and deal with life and death so that you're ready... Then you can actually enjoy life, and you have different purpose. You know, it's really cool. 
It's really cool? Not it's just really cool. cool. Like super really cool? Super needy. Like neato. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I say things, it, it comes out cheese ball, but it's still real. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's like saying things that are, that, like what you just said, it means something, but it comes out like, oh, wow, is this cheesy? You know? Yeah. So weird. I do that all the time. Yeah. Even though it has to be said because that's that's what it, that's what we mean by it. Yeah. Um I weigh a 8 for you. Thank you for the text title. Yeah, I love it. That's my like uh junior high text title thing. Junior high text title thing. All these songs have a broad meaning and I think people can get different things from mm-hmm. it, but you know, yeah, that one is just I love Maddie from Ford Today being on that song. He killed it. Mm. Now I have to like tonight. I'm going to be doing it, and I have to try to. So you have to get down to Maddie's Maddie's growl. Yeah. So I'll I'll try, but yeah, that that's one of my favorites. It's got so much energy. I love it. Um, I, I thought it was a lot about darkness lurking around us. You know, I'm fed up of missing you. Fed up with all your lies. Fed up of chasing you and your disguise. You remembered the lyrics, or they're written down, or they are written <laughs> down. Yeah. Yeah, that could that could be a good, a good meaning too. I'm just like, uh, yeah. you know, darkness lurking, and but you're just being fed up with all of it, even though you, you almost like you have to acknowledge it's there. Yeah, and you're sick of it, but you know it isn't going away. Doesn't mean you don't want to have it go away. You know. Yeah. Dispose of it, if you will. I like that. Do you That's wanna... what it's about now. Oh right, nice. <laughs> Do me sell that to you? I mean, I can sell you that kind of a please interview clip thing. And then heal my neck. Ow. I don't. I don't. I I can heal your neck, but I don't feel the need to heal your neck. I think this is a hair thing. You need to get a cut. No dude. hair thing. It's a hair thing, and you know it. I love long hair. I've had long hair my whole life. My whole life. That's how Valentine talks. My whole life. But what, seriously, in seventh grade, did you have long hair? Yeah. Well, it was, it was fifth grade. It was a philby. It was a mullet. Um. Oh. Seventh grade, yeah. Fifth grade, no. It, it came in around sixth grade, probably. Same year you started growing facial hair? Yeah. And you were early. <laughs> so I'm jumping over uh, Paralyzed and, care- and Chemicals because we've already spoken spoken at length because you put those on the EP, which I still love. It. I love Chemicals. God, I think that song just rocks. Oh, dude. thank you, man. We, uh, we, that's the last song of the set, and it's just so... Jamming every night. Paralyzed is the first song. Chemicals is the last. So the new songs are sandwiched in the middle. Yeah. Uh, Bruises? Bruises to me, it's just about Christ, you know. You know, it's a prayer. It's about, like, all the suffering he went through. And it's like, look at all the suffering you went through. And, you know, show us how to live. Show us how to die. How to give our lives and all that. So it's just, yeah. I just wonder if, every once in a while I just think that, once in a while, God, Jesus must think, dude, you know, I went through all this and you're down here worrying about whatever, fill in blank, Super Bowl, <laughs> which, what, what I'm going to get off the extra value meal, uh, extra value menu at the Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I kind of go, mm, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Live moss. Totally know what you mean, though. But, I mean, I just wonder, after a while, he must just get sick of it because as many times as I talk about these deeper meaning things, he'd go, dude, still not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just not getting it. Totally. It's a big rat race. 
but um, but you and I are the rats. Yep, we are. And so all you people listening are rats. How too. big of a decision was it for you to to decide corn was going to be in your uh, future and playing with them? Um, it just came. Uh, it, it, I think it was. Yeah, it was after I saw you. Yep. I ended up on stage with them like last time. About a week or two after I saw you, I right. think it was. Or, or was maybe it? it was a week or two before, yeah, right, yeah. So I saw you and then... Yeah, then, you know... I you played play, and then I saw you? Saw you a few days oh, yeah. later, right. Well... But that that's easy to go play one day, but now you're committing to time. Yeah, well, I just know it, you know. Lord, I, I love to say it like this, Lord in almost every language means boss, and I could clearly see my boss leading me there because of reconciliation because of love for my brothers and the fans mm-hmm. and it was a timing thing because I never would have worked two years ago but the timing is now I don't know for what it's going to look like we're just going to play some shows we'll see what happens what does it mean are you the guitarist playing on the corn tour or are you the guitarist for corn um, I think I'm just like uh, you know the old friend the old buddy back for um, playing playing with them you know because they're they're them and They're it, them. Yeah, you can't really just call me a guitar player in corn again already, you know. But I'm just I'm just gonna go jam with them and see what happens. That's it. It might, who knows? It might end end up being I'm the guitar player for corn. Yeah. And do love and death. It could end up like that. But we're just gonna see what happens. So do you have to spiritually and mentally prepare yourself? To not fall back into whatever old habits were there? Do you think about that going in? That's what I'm asking you. Yeah, a little bit. But um, we got to... We just got to be real with the situation. And... um, Well, the thing is, like, everyone's sober in there. And everyone's, like, so in love with the music and the fans again. So there's no problems like that. Yeah, okay. It's like... It's all just hanging out and rocking out for the people and putting on the best show they can put on. You know, that's what their focus is. So it's really, it's basically just the same thing what we're doing out here with Love and Death. You know, Fieldy's a believer like like I am and the other guys aren't, but I, I love everybody. I want to hang out with everybody. Who cares who's a believer and who's not? So, so yeah. Any issues playing any song? No, it's it's just like we're we're gonna come up with a set list together. It's gonna be fun, you know, and the fans are gonna love it. It's gonna be total fun. We're gonna we're just gonna, you know, I'm not tripping on no f words that Jonathan says. It's like that's not a battle I want to fight, you know, because I don't really care about that, and I don't think God cares about that that much. It when yeah. when you're touching lives and 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 just loving people and they're seeing something in you and it's just it's you're reconciling and there's love and and like he'll deal with those people how he wants to deal with them my my job is just to have relationships you know well the thing the thing that i i wonder if it's if all this was meant to be because part of it is the amount of people that you can touch right and if you can get in front of more people and they realize the way that you live now then they'll go wow he changed his life around i can change my life around. totally and it's already been happening, and I don't even gotta, I don't gotta be obnoxious about nothing. It's just awesome. It's just like, that's uh, 
I'm just loving my brothers and loving the fans, and that's it. And I, and we all love music, so let's just have fun. I, I think that's a scripture that we should quote. I don't want to be obnoxious about nothing. It's got to be in the that's Bible good. somewhere. Yeah, because I was obnoxious, you know, and I was crazy, and I did. I was one of those people that bug me now. I was so, and I grew out of that. And and I'm did you thankful. go back and apologize for those things? Yeah, totally. I, when I put my book out, I was like, when I put my record out, I was like, oh, oh man, was I an idiot? You know, yeah, and right. totally. And I can laugh at myself, and so can, if other people can, then, you know, if we can't laugh at ourselves, then we're, we're going to be a little too uptight in this life. Dude, I appreciate your heart, and I appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Good seeing you every time. Thank you for talking to us so much. We appreciate it. <laughs> so much. I try, not, I try to remain unobnoxious. Un- un- no, but thank you for uh, every time we have something, you, you help us get the word out. Yeah, and yeah. Very unique interview, so yeah. we appreciate it. Cool, man, dude. I seriously love Brian Head Welch. He's a fun-loving guy and so honest about his struggles. From rock star world to dad and to a guy who lost it all. And though he had a blanket, we never cuddled. That's just for the record. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. Because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks, questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper. <laughs> <laughs>